The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. So, we normally do personal finance at about a quarter to five on Wednesday, but we've asked Charlie Weston to come in a little bit later because I think possibly the biggest story of the day domestically is the decision by the central bank to make a number of changes to its mortgage lending rules. So, Charlie, what has been confirmed today? Yeah, Matt, we, we didn't we didn't see this coming a few weeks ago because the central bank have been telling us for years how effective their mortgage lending restrictions have been in terms of stopping people overborrowing, stopping banks being reckless in their lending as we've suffered from in this country in the past, and also keeping a bit of a lid on house prices. Mind you, house prices are pretty tasty. The increases are pretty wild. But anyway, they've made some changes. First time buyers now will be able to borrow up to four times their income from January. Instead it's of three and, and, three and a half times. Half. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, you know, in very simple terms, you, you take, take a, a, you know, a couple on... Say 50,000. 50,000. So instead of borrowing 175,000, they can borrow 200,000. They can be able to go to 200,000. That, that's a single person on 50,000. Um, also, some changes around second-time buyers and subsequent buyers. They, um, they would have to have 20% deposit or 20% equity in their home that they're selling that they can move on to the new mortgage. They'll be able to move now at 10%. Uh, there are also some changes in the way the exemptions work. There are exemptions out there that are desperately complicated. Uh, up to 20 you know, percent of the loans could have been in exemptions. From a particular bank is allowed of a certain number. That's a protection yeah. for the bank not to overlend, perhaps. Exactly. So that, that's cleaned that up now. It's just 15% across the board, the amount of exemptions. They can carry over some of those for six months. And then an interesting definition, new definition of a first-time buyer. From now on, Divorced or separated people who've undergone bankruptcy or insolvency may be considered first-time buyers as long as they, they have no interest in the previous property. And uh, also some changes around top-ups, uh, top-up loans or remortgaging. You may be regarded as a first-time buyer uh, under these rules uh, when the changes come in in January. So, you know, the central banker are pains to say it's not a loosening of the... Of the yeah, but um, why is it doing it? Did it explain why it's made this decision? Matt, because I put it to Gabrielle Gabriel, um, McClough, the governor, that this is bonkers coming at a time when... Serious interest for, rates are on the way interest up. Interest rates are so way up. Because well, cost of living crisis, you know, the, 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 ask any honest estate agent, they'll tell you, look, you know, there's, there's a slowdown in the market. Why would you do this now? Sir, don't, you we just, just, think, don't we have a thing called stress tests? Yeah, we still have the stress test. He made so, that point. But hold on. But if you have a stress test, it's for increased interest rates as to whether people will still be in a position to afford repayments. At the very time when interest rates are going up, which means those stress tests come into play, they're actually increasing the amount of money that a person is allowed to borrow. Yeah, and a lot of people are frightened by this and just think this is nuts. You know, why are you doing this now? You lead these, you know, particularly the central bank and, and Sharon Donnery, the deputy governor, has been saying for years how well these 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 mortgage rules have have worked. Why would you go and change them now? And look at he's saying things have it changed a bit in terms of affordability. You know, the property prices are up about sixty percent since they brought these rules in in twenty fifteen. And, you know, the people are facing challenges. I think what they're at, they've done some mathematical modelling, which they didn't share with us, showing the proportion of renters who are able to afford to get a mortgage before they brought in these rules. And they reckon if they make these tweaks now, more renters will be able to get onto the property ladder and afford a because mortgage. But I think charity. the big, big factor, Matt, though, would be the rising interest rates. That really is going to determine how much people are, whether people can borrow at all. Because in fairness, Charlie, it does seem absolutely ridiculous and unfair that there are people paying more in rent 
than they would be paying in a mortgage to buy something that they will end up owning. And that's, yeah, I think you're absolutely right, Matt. I mean, they got, they, they, they ran a very big review of these, um, these changes, uh, you know, proposed review of the, of the mortgage rules or the, the mortgage measures, they like to call them, or the macro prudential policies. And the review got 4,000 responses, Matt, 4,000 responses. And it's got to be speculated that a lot of those were renters who are frustrated at paying two, three, two, two and a half thousand euros in Dublin in particular in rents who could probably end up servicing a mortgage and pay less money and are saying, look, we just can't get on the housing ladder because these rules are restricting our ability to, to get a mortgage. OK, just before I go to Michael Dowling who's with us as well, but there is one other thing, Charlie. If the house prices are still, well, they've maybe stopped rising or they're not rising by as much as they were. But if they've gone so much that they've gone up so much that they've become unaffordable on a three and a half times, is there a certain logic maybe in allowing people to actually borrow that little bit more to pay what has been required because at least they'll still be paying less in a mortgage than they might be paying in rent? I think that could be some of the thinking behind it. It's certainly not something they, they said today was the case, but you know, that may be, it may be part of it, Matt. Uh, and you're right, look at it. And if prices are slowing down a bit, you know, maybe allowing people to borrow four times might make a bit of sense. Michael Dowling is with us, Managing Director of Dowling Financial. What do you make of this, Michael? Well, like Charlie, I was really surprised when I saw his piece last night uh, indicating that the central bank were changing the loan-to-income multiples. Um, I mean, they had for years said that they were working and they, that they were right. Uh, but having said that, and have I digested them, uh, I do think there's logic behind what they're looking at doing. Um, if you take renters uh, and those who've been paying rent for a number of years, the RTB, the Residential Tenancy Board, would show that the average renter pays 36% of their net income on rent. But 30% of renters pay more than 40% of their net income on rent. And you've one in five pay between 30 and 40% of their net income in rent. So clearly there's a cohort of borrowers, potential borrowers there, who've shown an ability to pay but they are restricted, as Charlie uh, has suggested, at three and a half times income. They just can't get on that additional amount they need. And I think there's logic there in allowing those type of borrowers to borrow up to four times. You're equally correct. Uh, stress testing is an equally component part of getting a mortgage. So it's not about a multiple of your income. It's also about you demonstrating for six months that you can afford these mortgage repayments. Strand at 1% more and 2% more. Well, it's actually 2% above the standard variable rate of a bank. So you could be getting a mortgage today at 2.5% fixed and they're still available at that rate. But if the bank's standard variable rate today, say in the case of permanent TSB, is 3.9%, you're being stress tested at 5.9% to show your ability to repay. So I don't think we're going to see crazy lending. I don't think it's going to get out of control, but I think it's a response, particularly to two renters who've demonstrated an ability yeah, to pay. Yeah, because this listener here says a €250,000 mortgage is about €1,100 per month at present. The same people looking for the mortgage are paying double that in rent. Why are you all complaining when this helps people to get a mortgage? And I understand the point being made very well by the listener. But at present... Is the availability of mortgages the issue or is it the supply of houses to buy and apartments to buy? Uh, it would supply is the big issue at the moment. So there's plenty of people with mortgage approval already who can't find 
houses and apartments that they can afford. But equally, there are builders out there as well who will argue that they have housing schemes ready to go, but they're fearful that they can't sell all the properties or all the apartments in the development because of the three and a half times multiple and the restriction that plays in, in relation to those who can afford So to hold buy. on, does that mean that so that the builders can be guaranteed that they will be able to sell the central bank is allowing people to borrow more money to pay those builders. No, not necessarily. It's about those cl- borrowers being able to buy a property rather than renting. Um, I mean, it could be both, Michael. It, it could be, but I mean, it, it, it will release a cohort of people who can't get mortgages at the levels they require to buy what they want when they've clearly demonstrated okay, but repayment capacity. Loads, yeah, you must have loads of people who've demonstrated their payment capacity who maybe have been given mortgage approval for three and a half times, they can't find a house or apartment to build, to buy. So now at four times, they presumably will get a bigger mortgage and they might be able to afford that house or apartment now, which is fine for them, but it's not going to help anyone else necessarily, is it, if there's a lack of supply? No, but again, uh, we've got to address the issue that there are borrowers out there or potential borrowers out there who can't get on the property ladder and these measures will help them. There's no doubt about that. I think it's interesting, Matthew, you you know, you take the Garda and the nurse, the classic public sector people, say they're on €80,000 joint income. At the moment, the most they can borrow is 280 grand under the three and a half times rule and leave out the other other tests that the bank will do on affordability. So 280,000 euros, the most that the, the Garda and the nurse can borrow. Under the changes, they'd be able to borrow 320,000 euros, an extra 40,000. The question is, you know, who benefits from that? You know, the buyers will have a bigger mortgage. Uh, you know, they, they can borrow more, but... The, the banks will, will, will make more money because they're going to give out a bigger mortgage. And will the builders, what will they do? You know, will they, you know, will they just increase their prices and take a, a, a bigger profit margin? That's, that's, the, that's the point. Because we've had calls for the VAT and, and some of the taxes on new homes to be cut. But the fear is that it'll just be pocketed by the, the developers or the builders. So, look, at, it's a risky move, I think. It remains to be, to be seen what happens here. There's a lot of very frustrated renters out there who want these rules well, released. But there's also a lot of people fearful this is just going to further fuel a raging property price market. I, I believe the central bank said they don't expect prices will go up much as a result of this. No, modest is the, the, mm. the phrase that, that Gabrielle McLoof used. Some of the increase. comments coming into 087-4100-102. I'm a 40-year-old woman. I want to buy my ex out of the family home. I own an apartment outright, so after buying him out, I need a mortgage of 80000 on a house worth over 300000 I can't get a mortgage because they say I can't afford it, but the current mortgage is twice what I pay now. Uh, another one, I bought a two-bed apartment in City West for three forty in 2006, and selling it at the moment will probably only get 280 for it. Nobody has looked at it yet. It's up for sale for the past few weeks, so it's not the same in every part of Dublin and Ireland, says Louise and Cork. So are there places at the moment where you still can't actually find buyers unless you drop the price? Like the property market is dysfunctional in many respects Mm. and there there are clearly disparities between certain locations, property size, uh, what people are looking for a house or an apartment. So not every property is selling. I mean, estate agents will tell you uh, open viewings, the numbers are down, it's harder to get people to go on viewings. So the the property market, there's a lot of negative thoughts out there and sentiment around property. It needs a lot of work, Matt. If it's a second on home, an older home that needs a big refurbishment, people are saying, no, I prefer to buy new, buy with a good BER rating. 
so it's, you know, because materials and the cost of, re, of development. And just even finding a builder to actually Just clarify, these rules, are they just for first-time buyers or for second-time buyers too, a listener wants to know? Oh, no, they're for second-time buyers. In fact, the second-time buyer has gained more than the first-time buyer. And the, I'll outline that as follows. The second-time buyer was previously restricted to uh, uh, 80% loan-to-value ratio. They can now borrow up to 90% loan-to-value ratio. Secondly, second-time buyers were restricted. Their exemption level was 10% of a bank's loan book in any one year. That's now gone up to 15% for second-time buyers. So second-time buyers have benefited more than first-time buyers in that regard in terms of the changes that have been made. Okay, look, we leave it there. Michael Dowling, uh, Managing Director of Dowling Financial and Charlie Weston, Personal Finance Editor of the Irish Independent. Thank you both very much for being with us. 0874100102 gives you the last word by text or by WhatsApp. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.